Welcome to GYN Corner with Dr. McDaniel, all things health-related for women. Dr. McDaniel. I'm a board-certified obstetrician-gynecologist in New York City, and I'm bringing to you all things health-related for women. Thank you for joining me at the corner today, and today is the part two on who wants to live forever. I'm a uh, I used to be a huge Highlander fan. I don't know if anyone knows Highlander, but that was um they did the movies Highlander with um there were I think four of them. And one was a French guy, I forget his name now, God, it's really annoying now. Uh, but it was Highlander, um, There Can Be Only One. I saw all of the films. I used to watch the television series with David, I think his name was David Paul. David Paul was amazing. Uh, I had a lot of Highlander paraphernalia, so <laughs> that's where the title came from, Who Wants to Live Forever. That's a song. Um, who is it who sings that? Oh, I don't know why I'm spacing on that now. See, I didn't prepare it. Uh, but the song, uh, the same, golly, they did, um, It'll Come to Me. They did uh, Bohemian Rhapsody. They did the song Bohemian Rhapsody. They also did Wants to Live Forever. Anyways, it's amazing. If I can, I'll probably try to link that song at the end just because. <laughs> Uh, as a theme song for the talk. So anyways, uh, get distracted. So I did a, a initial presentation on who wants to live forever. So longevity with Dr. David Sinclair and um, David Butner. They both did, wrote books. I read both of them. I read them a couple of years ago. I read uh, Dr. Sinclair's book, Lifespan. And uh, I read that one about three years ago where he talks about aging and why he feels we don't have to age the way we age nowadays. And then I also read David Butner's book on Blue Zones. I read that around two years ago. And he talks about um, what all of the Blue Zones, which are the er the areas in the world where the average uh, the population, the average person lives to be over 100, and in sound mind and good health, not, you know, decrepit hundred. And uh, he talks about the nine um, aspects of their lives and their culture and uh, way of living that they all have in common. He feels that if we incorporate those nine aspects, then we can improve and increase our longevity also. So I gave the first few. Uh, I'll just do a quick recap. Uh, the blue zones are Ikaria, Greece. Uh, Okinawa, Japan, Sardinia, which is off the coast of Italy, Loma Linda, California, and Nicoya Peninsula, Costa Rica. Now, um, the ones that I listed in part one, and you can look at part one and get the, the nitty gritty, the details on it. Uh, the first one is to stay active throughout the day, not just going to a gym a couple times a week. Second one is to have a purpose, um, a why for our lives. Uh, the third one is to decrease stress. We all have stressful lives. We live in a very stressful world. And um, 
It's not the stress around us. It's how we allow our bodies to respond to the stress. Uh, the next one is to eat early and to eat light and then not to eat in between your meals. Next is to take a nip. So moderate drinkers live longer than teetotalers or non-drinkers. And that may be due to resveratrol, which is a, a, a special hormone in the skin of darker grapes. So red wine is better than white wine. Um, the next one was believe. So believe is people who attend some kind of religious service at least once a week apparently live 4 to 14 years longer than those who don't. Um, he says that the type of faith, whether it's you know, Christian, Catholic, Buddhist, Muslim, the type of faith doesn't seem to make a difference. It's just that they think it's the, the feeling of belonging to a community larger than your yourself and to, to also links into having a purpose larger than yourself and that there is a beyond that all of what our lives are about is not just linked to this world, but to a world beyond, because of course all religions have that in common. Um, and then hand in hand with that is having a close-knit clan. So basically um, they make life decisions based on generations of family. So they have their family, they have a family, they have a close-knit family, they have grandparents, parents, children, grandchildren, they're all intertwined and on a regular basis linked to their family and that um, love and all of having a purpose and uh, having a life partner, a husband, a wife, all of those link into um, basically a greater vibration uh, and um, resonance with an energy within an in individual's life. Uh, he also says that maintaining friendships is important. So those who live to be more than 100 create social environments of support and commitment with a small group of people around them. Now, it doesn't have to be like you um, are still best buddies with uh, someone you knew since you were three or five years old. It's really that as they age, they continue to maintain close-knit friendships and confidants, be it their uh, husband or wife, their partner, or um, their children, uh, but they have friends, so they're able to maintain friends, two or three close friends throughout their lives. Um, so those are very um, interesting thing, aspects that all of these blue zones have in common, and if we make sure that we incorporate those in our lives, that will also help maintain um, kind of that indefinable um sustenance for our soul, which increases our our lifespan. And then also Dr. Sinclair, along with other longevity experts, another uh, well-known longevity expert is Dr. Walter Longo. He's an Italian scientist. He worked for years. I think he's back in Italy as of about two years ago, but he worked for years in one of the labs in California at Stanford. And um, he, along with Dr. Sinclair, they also say that limiting your daily protein is important for longevity. Dr. Longo recommends getting no more than 0.37 grams of protein per pound of body weight. So if you're a 150 pound person, whether it's a man or a female, uh, that works out to about 50 grams of protein a day. So on average, most women, if they're normal weight, they should probably have anywhere between 30 and 50 uh, 
grams of protein per day. And of more interest is that it shows that the, the protein should come predominantly from non-animal protein. So he says out of the week, you should have non-animal protein or non-like red meat protein. So predominantly from legumes, uh, beans, uh, and then also white meat. So fish, uh, chicken, lamb, uh, all of the, the non-red meat protein. If you have red meat protein, then it should be limited to maybe once or twice a week. Uh, so that's very interesting. And it's thought to be due to the genetics and pro-aging pathways in our body, it looks like proteins and their amino acids actually upregulate these aging pathways. He's also also shown, Dr. Longo, that decreasing protein, especially red meat protein, um, decreases the risk of cancer. And he says that um, the cancer rates in um, um, amongst Americans, because this is work that he did in America, so the cancer rates increased nearly 400% amongst Americans who get 20% or more of their daily proteins from protein, I'm sorry, of their daily calories from protein, compared to those who restrict their protein intake to 10% of their daily calories. The risk of mortality, also mortality or dying, also jumps 75% among heavy protein eaters, according to his research. So that kind of goes against a lot of the thinking for the keto diet. Now, I'm a, a huge fan of keto, but I do make a lot of adjustments for it. So I think its premise is good. So keto and paleo diets, I think the premise is really good. Um, most of you know, I've come up with my own program, um, the Hormonal Weight Loss Solution. So it incorporates uh, a lot of anti-inflammatory uh, Paleo, a little bit of keto, not a lot of keto, but some of the core elements of keto, core elements of paleo, um, whole food based, and really a lot of anti-inflammatory eating. And I've um, mapped out that um, program that I came up with in terms of a grid. So the grid is based on eating foods that target different hormonal responses in our body and anti-inflammatory. So it's an anti-inflammatory and hormonal responsive. So it eliminates the hormonal derangements that a lot of people uh, have and inflammatory uh, spikes that a lot of people have. It's a really, really good program. So um, just to, as a plug, um, there's a button on the Facebook, and I have to add a button on the YouTube, actually. There's a button on the Facebook, and I'll put a button on the YouTube if you want to watch the masterclass for the Hormonal Weight Loss Solution, because it's a really, really good program, and um, it's very scientifically based, and it has a lot of flexibility. Uh, you lose weight predictably and reliably. You also feel better because it works from the inside out to decrease inflammation and hormonal deranged which are the primary source, as all of this work is showing, primary source for morbidity, mortality, and weight gain. So um, I think I'm going to round it out here that um, Dr. Sinclair points out that only 20% of our lifespan is determined by our parents and our genetics. The rest of it really is up to us, and that's the whole um, phenomenon of epigenetics. 
So epigenetics says that it's, it's nurture, not so much nature, that determines our life. So our morbidity or our mortality. And his work has really underscored a lot of that. And it really goes back to what I was saying earlier. Inflammation is the linchpin for all of the modern diseases of society because of the free radicals. So just to put a few things that Dr. Sinclair noted, um, one is, uh, I told you he says to lose your breath. Um, so to be uncomfortable, he's a proponent of taking cold showers, of uh, going into saunas, of uh, not eating regularly. So really getting hungry before you eat. So he says it's the stressors in our lives that increase our kick in the genes to increase our survival mode. And that also increases longevity. Uh, he also says the same thing that we should eat more plant-based diet, not a hundred percent vegetarian, but uh, to really increase the plant-based aspects of our diet. And that, that really sets off uh, uh, a lot of the longevity um, genes. And a big one is mTOR, mammalian target of rapamycin. So um, that's really sensitive to animal protein. So if we don't eat frequently or we don't eat a lot of animal proteins, that will also increase that longevity pathway. And uh, he also gives recommendations for supplements that we can take, that he takes on a regular basis. And he's taken the, those supplements for over 20 years now to improve our health, but also increase our longevity. Um, and uh, you can get that from his book. I'll leave that as a teaser for his book, but one of them is resveratrol. And um, I think that's everything I'm going to go over now. There's a few more points, but if you read their books, you'll get the points. So um, the big deal is to to really take the time. And of course, they're all on um, Audible too. So if you like the audiobooks, you can get the audiobooks. But the first one is Dr. Sinclair's Lifespan. And the second one is David Butner's um, Blue Zones. So I hope that was helpful information on um, who wants to live forever, uh, why we can increase our lifespan, improve our health, increase our longevity, so we live a long, healthy life and have a very short uh, end of life. Thank you for joining me at GYN Corner. Please hit the like, subscribe, and follow buttons if you enjoy the content and you like to hear more information in this realm. Have a great rest of your day. joining Dr. McDaniel at GYN Corner, all things health-related for women. Please subscribe and join us again soon for another episode.